the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And we encourage you to come on out and visit us today at Millburgers. Say hello and to uh, ask your gardening questions in person. We had a couple questions about tomatoes that I answered. And he just he just, he just just looked confused when I tried to answer them. <laughs> and then Calvin was helping somebody with an orange. Actually, he just asked me where they were. So... Well, I, I was able to answer that. Didn't we have somebody looking for Phoenix tomatoes? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe somebody called them. I don't know whether them. that was an email or what. Oh, you, we had did somebody you, a couple weeks ago that had did okay. you see recognized them? them. They're over there. We have Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> they have Phoenix and 88... Uh, what, oh, 8843 or 98? HM 8849. Yeah. Oh, is that the the once rodeo tomato? Yeah. Okay. And that's... Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. And uh, is there a red, red snapper over there, too? I didn't see it. Oh. How about BHN 968? I didn't see it. That's the only one I've got room <laughs> for now. <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, that's a, they're nice plants, and they're available. That's you know that's the problem with having so many good tomatoes, as rodeo tomatoes. Yeah, I remember when that person was. I think they were going to save seed. They like Phoenix so much. But well, can you do that? Oh yeah. Does that work? Yeah. And uh, then I, if you remember, <laughs> I, 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 said, I said, don't they have the. Uh, smaller fruit like celebrity, and you said no, they were bigger. They're, They're bigger, bigger fruit. Bigger, yeah, that was yeah. a good tomato. And uh, as far as saving seed, uh, after, you can save it for about uh, three or four generations, and then it begins to, it's a hybrid. Yeah. So then it may have smaller fruit and uh, misshapen fruit. Oh. But uh, if you haven't got any available on the market, that's your best choice. It's it's well, that's cool that we've got them. I get, it it would be illegal to save the seed and sell the seed. Okay. But uh for just our home gardeners, I think uh uh drip star, drip uh, Steve Steve uh, saving seed. Oh, okay. But anyway, I was glad to see a fresh start of a new tomato. See, Phoenix was a rodeo tomato, what, five, six years ago? Oh, uh, probably oh, yeah, longer least, than that. Yeah. At least that. Yeah. I you want me to look it up or no? Well, you can. Okay, I'll look it up. Uh, well, we had another. I'm sorry, you could try. 
And I thought it was on your website. I thought it you is. had a list of... Uh, it is. We had another question on, <laughs> on the... Uh, the uh, a gardener, really nice-looking uh, citrus bed, and he and he had uh, said that the, the plant that sprouted looked kind of scraggly, so he cut it off. And of course, now he's all he's got. Uh, all I could see was trifoliate. Yeah. Oh no. And so we we went on through this, and you know, so if the if this is a, the stems have trifoliate leaves, you cut them off. Yeah. Three, want, three leaves. It's very yeah. easy to identify. Yeah, and just uh, if any of those other leaves that you had before <laughs> show up, just let them develop, and then yeah. in, in the end, you'll get what you want. <laughs> and you cut you cut them off as close to the root where they gener or generated as you possibly can. Don't just cut them off at the ground level because. That trifoliate's going to be trying That's to get That's what he did. He had, a, yeah. he had a recovery <laughs> um, in his plant beyond, beyond the graft, <laughs> but it was, a, it was kind of a scraggly recovery, yeah. so he cut it off at the... He had, his, his graft was a little high, yeah. but he cut it off basically at, at the ground level, it looks like, and now he's got a... Yeah, well, if he'll remove all those trifoliate or uh, sprouts and see what's left yeah well yeah <laughs> there may not be anything left but any, anything that doesn't have those three locule leaves uh, th- three little that's why they call it trifoliate Milton and I told three? I know you didn't take much Latin as I did I did not as my old <laughs> Latin teacher used to say where is Milton today has anybody seen him <laughs> <laughs> we we told him that uh, well, in a couple months there'll be there may be more new yeah, citrus on the market. We can ask Trace when he comes up with. Uh, yeah, he said they'd come be coming in this fall. Phoenix is the uh, was 2010. Well, that is a while back. Yeah, it was it was right the year right before Tycoon. <laughs> I guess <laughs> Tycoon doesn't seem that long ago. Oh, it doesn't. All right, two one zero three zero eight. We lost it one time. When you lose them, they start all over. Oh, that's yeah. true. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Wasn't there a rumor Tycoon was gone, and that was like what two years ago? Uh, rumor, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Heard kept I don't know more, who. Spread kept spread finding that more rumor. and more seed in the back of Jerry's refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that refrigerator contains plants that have everything but food. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Archaeologists will <laughs> discover. You know they'll. Yeah, the, the, the one plant that links, you know, evolutionary everything together is in the back of Jerry's. Does it, for, does, it, does it ever make you suspicious that he uh, declares that there, there there is no tycoon, uh, and then suddenly uh, three I months later money. he says, "Oh, there is tycoon." I got good money for that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, I spent a lot of effort trying to convince everybody that that. Was not a good tomato and didn't taste good and didn't bear fruit and, and then didn't believe you. Not a single yeah. person believed you. <laughs> I, I, I put, that's why we sell so many. <laughs> I know. <that's, laughs> I put the hard press on a guy at my Lotus uh, barber shop, <laughs> and he just he sat there and listened real politely, and then when I got through with my spiel, he said, "But I like that tycoon." <laughs> 
I couldn't talk about him. Nope. Well, Steve Brown, too. But Steve yeah, Brown. That's uh, right. Steve Brown never even listened politely. <laughs> no, he that's just, true, he just yeah. say, yeah. He, he I don't care what's coming up next. <laughs> he, he probably had a little tear in his eye when Jerry was talking about that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I wonder what the story behind their, that rejuvenation of the seed uh, was. Because about the only people I know that can make that happen are the commercial growers. Oh. Huh. Like in Mexico and Brazil yeah. and those places that grow acres and acres of so they must have had some feedback on that to start that tomato That's interesting. Again, to start, start saving, doing the seed. Well, Trace, we've mentioned uh, Tycoon, Phoenix, uh, 8849. Well, I didn't see HM, Tycoon. There, HM, yeah. There's a Dwarf Cherry Surprise over there. Oh, okay. There is? Yeah. Oh, good. They're in gallons. That's the only thought. Oh. <laughs> it's the only one I'm missing. I saw the smaller one, I guess four and a half inch. Pretty sure a I red, saw the fish. Large red cherry. <laughs> large snapper. red cherry. Which one? I'm sorry. Large red cherry. In uh, the smaller container. Yeah, let's see what else. Uh, Ruby Crush. Roma, Roma I saw over there. Oh, Roma was really popular. Yeah. <laughs> and that. Uh, oh, Roma was popular when a, I was only the one of. Back when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, that's a, not a bad to, a cherry tomato. That Which one? Large red. Oh, the Roma? tomato. No. Oh, the, okay. So I had a guy in this morning, and he was looking for Roma. We eventually found it. <laughs> but he was wanting a tomato that would hold up to cutting up to make his salsa. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Roma's been historically useful. Yeah, they use them a lot of recipes. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, size-wise, I, I was going to tell him Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Mm-hmm. I thought it would hold up good enough to do and yeah. he'd get a better taste in tomato there you go he's just gonna you using that knife a lot more because <laughs> there's a whole lot more tomatoes there you go uh, and they're a little bit smaller good man and you had the plant right yes okay. but he bought one <laughs> good uh as i was walking in you know i haven't said a lot about the butterfly garden over there. oh but did you notice it it's if it's killer. great, I was going to bring that up. Mary's just working on it. So every day I see handfuls of, I guess the stuff is so growing so much Yeah, uh, that she's having to cut stuff out. <laughs> I couldn't believe that uh, all the uh, butterfly plants over there, the uh, the little one that we well, sell she, all the she's time. Not, she's uh, not only has the right butterfly plants there, but she's also done some pretty skillful things with uh, colors, like those zinnias you and I yeah. were looking at. All, you know that. I, I knew this was heading to zinnias. Yeah, it always does. I, in fact, that's what I, I met Calvin over there. He was out looking. And uh, I said, who in the hell put these zinnias in here with all this other good stuff? She had that, those, they're looking those shades good. of red, the, uh, <laughs> a drift of those red zinnias. Yeah. Really so if it. I remember correctly. Uh-oh. I think Calvin did the design for that. Is that right? Ah, oh, gosh, yes. He sneaked. He, he sneaked he's that in. his own horns. What he's yeah. doing? Yeah. He sneaked, he sneaked that in there. Now, uh, the team here at the Milbergers <laughs> is uh, pretty good horticulturists themselves. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And pretty independent. So they, the plant, the uh, plan yeah, is it, varied it, a little it, bit. It, it no longer is your plan, but it's yeah. it's close. <laughs> They're just kissing up to you, Captain. Well, they but they, the other thing about it is that they uh, 
it's uh, it's always fun to have a discussion with them because they do you know they follow the literature and they yeah. follow our discussions that yeah. we have here and about the what does attract the butterflies and what's doing best. And this is a certified butterfly garden. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about so. Uh, yeah, so what does that mean? <laughs> means uh, we belong to a society. Of it's got official. Uh, it's officially has some minimal. We have a plaque somewhere. Yeah. yeah no, it's been. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's some it, of those meets just, requirements for certification by I guess a. The group that certifies. Yes. Okay. Some so, yeah. Some, uh, a number of uh, a percentage of the plants have to be native. Okay. And uh, then there's uh, there's three or four other uh, requirements. I guess the Indians are native. So South so America. It's, it's native somewhere. It's South America. Oh, yeah, like but tomatoes then, and peppers. So this is sort of no, a softball not, question. But are to those two... Uh, Ground covers that we, we talked about. Yeah, a little fried fruit and that that's gone crazy. No, no. did you turn me down, Milt? With all this rain, no. that frog fruits just like exploded. Yeah. So this good. is the softball question, but why would somebody versus, versus a loaded baked potato? Yes. Okay. Why would somebody want to come over and take a look at this uh, at the certified butterfly garden? What would they get out of it? So you'd be Besides, shocked, it's pretty. You'd be shocked how many people come and just take pictures. Oh, really? I didn't think about um, that. So That's good. Butterflies are in there. People want pictures of the plants. Uh, and they want to recreate something similar yeah. at home. That's what I was going for. I knew that. Can you hear, That's Cherry? Save the best uh, for last. Yeah, yeah, we can hear. Yeah. I can. You okay? Uh-oh. Good job, It's Matthew. just you, Calvin. <laughs> I see two people, a couple over there, walking through the butterfly garden as we speak. But, yeah. Uh, uh, they're doing well. And uh, like I say, those tomatoes, uh, the tomato plants, both the small ones and the gallons, uh, are looking good. They, uh, they oh, yeah, Calvin, I was looking at Calvin's article, and he got uh, the heading the, uh, is not too hot for these showy plants. And he lists a, a bunch of them. The sunflowers and the well, zinnia. It's not as good as it was, but it's better, yeah. Porterweed, milkweed, vinca. I, I, had some I, mean, I don't know if I'm just hearing Jerry or... Well, no, and so I switched out the thing, so... Well, that's all he needs to hear. You're, you're, it was working before, so it's probably on your end. I mean, it was working... Uh, <laughs> when I switched it out, the, the port that you were plugged into was working, the outlet, so... I've tested it with another headset, and it's working. So it's probably something. It's probably a connection there. It's his fault, isn't it? What? Yeah. Just recently? Yeah, just now. He's trying to say in a nice way it's operator error. Yeah. <laughs> it's on, I think it's on your end. So see if you can play with it. We'll take a break in a second. But so, <laughs> I had a, right. I had a yes, lady sir. take me all the way to the butterfly garden because she couldn't describe this plant, and she wanted I, some. I, that's what I thought. We, we were uh, discussing something he didn't want to talk about, so he... No, so I oh, cut you off. No, no. <laughs> uh, por- porterweed. She took oh, okay. it over there and it was blew his little head off. I want one of those. <laughs> I said, I want a couple hundred of those. Wait a wow! Minute. But there's none. There's oh. none, none to be had. <laughs> oh, when do uh, did you get any more news on the fruit trees? Mm, not really. Fall. Okay. Um, fall. Fall. Yeah, that's what we were telling people. Late, late August, early September. They never gave me a. Yeah. Uh, confirmation date. They confirmed the plants, but they didn't give me a date. Did you notice the hibiscus when you came in? 
I did. Yeah, they're hard to miss, too. I was looking over my uh, sales this week, mm-hmm. uh, items, and he t- he t- Trace took uh, Belinda's Rose out. Okay. Belinda's Dream Rose. And I said, oh, hell, don't tell me that we sold all those. But it got a good supply left. Oh, good. I didn't think I had enough to actually run it again. So. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> there, are, there are still some out there, but yeah, they are. If I don't have a couple of hundred or something, <laughs> it, I'll, sure enough, I'll put it in the ad, and that's the thing that everybody wants, and I'll be out. Yeah. And then I have to tell everybody else I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we uh, we talked about it last week, and as I was walking in last weekend. Mm-hmm. As I was walking in, I noticed that that's the only rose blooming out there. Full of bloom. Every plant has got blooms on it. we got some regular knockouts in, and they've got some buds. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. But uh, anyway, that's uh, when uh, when there's Belinda's dream blooming, that's all Jerry sees. Right, and right. Then the other thing is he describes the fragrance. <laughs> and I just oh, say, no. what an imagination. Quit <laughs> it. That, that thing is very fragrant. As is his mother, is a female. Wow. You said, you detective. Right, I have to ask, what's his mother? <laughs> no, what's his mother? I forget his mother. It's a, it was a hybrid. Uh, and I mean, it looks. I'm going to uh, go. <laughs> I'm going to go try it and smell it again for the 400th time. It's so. very fragrant. And uh, so uh, it's crossed with a hybrid. And uh, I should remember the name, but I don't remember my own name, much less of the hybrid. But, Jer- uh, it's Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> we'll get you a sign. But it was, uh, yeah, it it was identical to the to Belinda's dream when it uh, first blooms. I mean, the bloom is the same color, and uh, I think the bloom on its mother is a little bit tighter. And uh, so I was giving Greg Grant hell about it. I said, "What? He he must have missed a cross on this, the Basie, uh, the one that bred, bred it." I said, "Because it's the same as the mother." And oh, Greg was upset. So <laughs> that don't take much. <laughs> he was upset, but uh, not Greg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we grew it out. And sure enough, there's a difference. There's a oh, difference. wow. Okay. And the mother... So did Greg was, have to admit you were right? <laughs> no. That, that he, hurt he, him. He, I admitted that I was wrong. Oh, you were wrong. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood. Jumped, I jumped the I, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> From <laughs> Jerry or Greg. <laughs> well, Greg knows a lot about roses. Helped write several rose books. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I would... About questions every now and then, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about roses, if anything. And uh, so he jumped right on it. Cool. Just like when he named the. Uh, I always try to get the Rosarians to name the. Yeah, their the favorite rose. Yeah. Their favorite rose. Or there are the best well, ever San Antonio. Every one of them has a different one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what he enjoyed doing. <laughs> so when the Rose Society would be out here. He invite the one of them would come up and he said, "What do you think the two best roses for San Antonio are?" <laughs> and they give their 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 suggestions, and then someone else would come up here and they'd go, "Okay, another rosary, another rosary." Well, well, Bob, what do you think the two best? Really? Well, that's not what Jackie said. <laughs> Jackie said, and then you know, soon enough there'd here be a, go. there'd be a fist fight in the rosary <laughs> booth, and oh, it was horrible. 
But uh, when when I asked Greg that, yeah, uh, like I said, he knows all the antiques and yeah, everything else. I said, you name the the top three roses, and we'll propagate them. Mm-hmm. At that time, uh, only uh, the Rose Emporium had a few, and uh, had <laughs> they they would do about thirty or forty. Every year. That's not enough. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking for thousands. Yeah. And uh, so so Greg, Greg looked at him. I mean, he, of course, we had already determined Belinda's dream was going to be a, a good one. But the antiques, because I'm always giving him hell about antiques, uh, how ugly they are. And <laughs> the... Uh, but he named three. They were uh, Martha Gonzalez, hmm. which he figured out was... Is that your... That's the one you like no. so much? Oh, okay. That's the <laughs> one I like. I'm okay yeah. with it, but... And uh, it was, it's a small rose, and it's... Uh, tougher than nails. Oh, yeah, tougher than nails. And it's red. Mm-hmm. Black you know, red. attitude about red, Trey. <laughs> all, uh, all color cells, as long as they're red. <laughs> The, uh, then he used, uh, which put uh, Marie Pavier in there. Hmm. That's, That's a little... Pink, isn't it? Yeah, pink and very fragrant to those who can smell. Hmm. I never have said that Calvin could smell or did smell. <laughs> <laughs> has a fragrance, I should say. Calvin has a fragrance? <laughs> that's where I, what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. <laughs> and then... Uh, Bill McReynolds' favorite it was a, a pink one, big one, uh, big bush, and uh, it was a pink. Uh, what was the name of that thing? Caldwell Pink. Okay, I think it was. Oh, uh, that now that's got a little flower. Yes, a smaller flower. Yeah, but I was looking for something that looked like oh. a rose and lived. I have a problem with that because the fungus yeah. used to attack it all the time. Yeah, the. Uh, the Martha Gonzalez has troubles with spider mites. Oh, I never big time. I never. But the thing about that. it is, they can be infested with spider mites and live. And the leaves and live, and the leaves are so tiny, you can't see them. Well, and they'll and fall off and, and bright start red again. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, that that worked real good and was propagate really propagate real easy. That's probably why. Oh yeah, that one. All the antiques have lasted all these hundreds of years, because neighbors would would uh, share mm-hmm. if they found a good one. So they would root like a house fire, but the the people sticking the cuttings were waiting at the entrance to the warehouse when Greg showed up. Oh. Because those little that have little thorns in them. Oh, and when you're propagating <laughs> cuttings, you don't want a lot of thorns. Oh, Especially these ladies, they're working by the piecemeal. Hmm. So anyway, hey, but uh, that didn't stop them. Well, hang on to your story for a second. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We got to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. I was on my way down to Mexico. There was 
ZZ Top today uh, as a bumper in, in honor and memory of uh, uh, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. want to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. This is the place to go. Visit Kyle and Bill over there and just say hi to everybody and establish a relationship. That's the cool part. That's the power of going to Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road is you actually... Uh, it's it's what you want, it, what you expect and want from a customer experience, where they become vested in your success. They're helping you solve the problem. They've seen it all before, uh, but also they they follow you. They know what you do. They they know when you come and ask for something else. They remember, you know, kind of what your challenges were, or they might ask you, "How's that problem with the?" Uh, uh, with this feeder, or with uh, did, did we ever solve the squirrel issue? So uh, it's it's a great place to go, and it's a great place if you want to bring nature to your yard, whether it's for you or the kids, or um, just uh, so for the senior in your world. Doesn't matter. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road is the place to go and get started, or the place to go and continue. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. Well, I've got good news for the Merliton people out there, the Chayote <laughs> Squash. All three of them, huh? Yeah, we are going to have an interview with the runner out of Tulane University of org. He's going to come on the show tomorrow at 1230. Uh, it's scheduled now. And talk to us about Merlitons. It was interesting. You're going to love it. And what, was, what university is he with? Tulane in New Orleans. That's usually a good, pretty good school. It is a good school. It's, it, and he was talking about all kinds of interesting things. He was getting into... All he had, he had he had started off on my level, and then he he had graduated to y'all's level, where he was talking about mosaic viruses. And, yeah, there you go, and all that stuff, and that they have. Yes, if you if you get the wrong variety. Oh, uh, quit it! All no, of them got no. He'll they ask, don't have any diseases. You can you you can ask tomorrow. Uh, Tell him not to come on here lying to us. He's not going to lie to us. I'm not going to let him get away with it. And uh, he'll tell you about the uh, the organization Merliton.org. He'll tell you about that. It's, it's a fun website with recipes. Uh, they have exchange where some people sell seeds, some people uh, sell plants and stuff like that too. So and some people give them away. So we'll learn all that tomorrow. Twelve. Remind me what Merliton means, though. It's the it's the Chayote squash. Oh, that's right. That's so powerful. Has all the. I, just and was, tr- I was having trouble relating it to the to the uh, viruses try- and everything. Oh no, that's what he said was that I told him that I had planted one, and Carol, we're going to get to you in two seconds, that I had planted one, gone to the store, gotten it, and planted it, and it was doing really well and coming out and sprouting. He goes, no, 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 no. You can't do that because the FDA doesn't screen for mosaic virus, whatever, what's it called? Mosaic virus. Okay. There's tomato virus. Yeah, he said so. There's about five or six. We have found that the ones in the store may have it, and you don't want to plant those. You want to go get varieties that have been, I guess, screened by somebody. We'll ask him tomorrow. So what can ha- what's the worst can happen with the virus? I don't know. The virus? Well, he talked about it. make the fruit uglier? He said it jumped from plant to plant, yeah. or it could jump to other plants that you have. And No. Oh, okay. Well, you, you, y'all talk. <laughs> 
Tell him not to come on there. With this yeah, I'll like talk that. tomorrow. All right, Carol's on the line at 210-308-8867. She's got a question about zinnias. You want to go get something at Circle K? Like yeah. Alvin? All right, we'll be back in a minute. Carol, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Hi, thank you. I did plant zinnias at your advice, sort of, and they were beautiful. Oh, they were beautiful, beautiful. What, but, kind, what kind did you plant? Well, I got them at Millburgers, and they grew oh, okay. about a foot. So they were the dream, Dreamland? I think problem. so, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, they are but beautiful. they dried out a little last week, so I watered them, and now... Um, their leaves perked up, but now they have a kind of a white, almost lacy-looking something on the uh, um, on their leaves, the top Could side. Could be mildew now. Hey, Could uh, be. What do I do? Yeah. Well, but I, what I generally do is <laughs> I, I reseed or let I let the seed drop, and then you'll have. Uh, Lots of little plants underneath, and so you get, it's kind of like a deadheading process. You pull the ones that have the, the white material on them, pull them, throw them in the compost pile or in the garbage can, and uh, let the others uh, take, move into the, the positions that are available. In fact, if you pull those plants that aren't looking good, it's within within a few days. If you probably have new zinnia seedlings right. coming up, and uh, hmm. she, she said webbing. Did you say webbing on the leaves? It almost looks like that. It's kind of um, like a very tiny spider web. Each white spot. Uh, don't zinnia get spider mites? I have. Ne- I don't remember them ever getting spider mites, but they they, they get powdery mildew. Oh yeah, big time. But uh, oh, <laughs> so, is that because the ones I sprayed the leaves? <laughs> Are there a lot of those spiders? Those little net, those little spider webs? Well, they're just um, they're sort of like spots, but they look they have little tiny angular lines, and they're on a, a two or three plants, and then the the other plants look great and have gorgeous oh. blooms. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Well. uh... How many of your plants have that? What percentage of your plants have that? About half. Huh. That's quite a few. Did it, did it start on one and move to others? Um, it, I don't know. I just okay. went out right. and was there. <laughs> one one tactic that works works well with zinnias uh, on this reseeding I talked about, you could pull half of the if you you could pull half of those plants out, right. and uh, you would probably get a you'd probably get a, uh, a break in that uh, infestation, and then you get get those new seedlings I talked about would be be coming up, and then the the other thing that happens with zinnias the space that is allowed they just the old plants just take over the healthy yeah. plants just take over. And thinning them like that may help with you with your powder immunity. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, you can experiment okay. with them, play with them. But the best okay, thing you can you have happen much. is they die out. No, Jerry. Oh, thank you. you. You go, Carol. That's okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, thank you guys very much. You thank bet. You All right, keep us informed, Carol. Yeah. All right. 
210-308-8867. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. All right. So the uh, Sinisa are blooming again as of this morning, so I wanted to check the forecast. There you go. Mine today, are blooming, too. Are they? Yeah. 20% chance of rain today after 3 p.m. Okay, I knew that was coming. Tomorrow, 30% chance of rain after 1 p.m. You should tone it down just a squeak. <laughs> you should take 10% out of that. Now, here's where it becomes interesting. Uh-oh. So it's 20% Sunday night. Just a quick. Thank you. Uh, 50% chance of showers on Monday. Oh, okay. I'll buy it. There you go. And, that, and then 40% Monday night. 50% chance of showers Tuesday. Wow. 30% chance of showers Thursday night. And then it goes to 40 to 20 to 30 to 20 to 20. So, now the, the, what are the highs? Let's see. The, the, the problem with that, the, the state, statement of those percentage for a day-long percentage sometimes doesn't indicate that one part of a day, like that we saw this this last mm, few yeah. days, where you get it might have 70% or 80% yeah. chance at 2 p.m. there's going to be. So that, that, that's... It's always a little dangerous if yeah. you poo-poo it too much. I'm not a meteorologist, and I do a poor job playing one on the radio, but what is when it says it's 50% chance of rain, that means there's a 50% chance of rain that someplace in the... I, what, do you remember what it means? Yeah. Well, it depends on what the what they define it as. In some, some forecasts, it's 50% over a day. Some forecasts, it's... Uh, it's different than that. It's uh, yeah. like the the one that it's on my uh, computer. They they go through twenty four hours, and each hour has a yeah. a forecast. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, yeah. it's a little that, it's a little deceptive though. Too. That gives them eight or nine chances to be wrong. Oh, okay. Isn't that great? That is good. That must be nice. <laughs> well, one thing, if they say it's going to be fifty percent chance of rain. Guess what? It's going to be 50% chance of no rain. Right. So. Well, let's hope for a little it's more It's ridiculous rain. when they get down to 20, 20 or 30%. I got you. Oh, and by the way, this man that we're talking to, Dr. Lancel, he is the founder and formative, former executive director of Tulane University's Southern Institute for Education and Research. Just telling you. Okay. Oh, I thought he was head of the squash. Uh, <laughs> well, he's that too. Okay. Okay. 210-308. So he's got some credentials. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Barb is... Yes, sir. We need to get some different reports on the Belinda's Dream. uh, Oh, the fragrance? What did you do? Did you go sniff it? I sniffed about 15 of them and didn't come come up with any sniff. Oh, man. You want to put a poll out there? <laughs> if you've got a Belinda's Dream, go sniff it now and tell us whether it has a fragrance or not. No, it can, and then, it, you know, if it's a subtle, yeah. subtle fragrance, it's it's subtle in the it snap, could be maybe. somebody, you know, somebody under 70 should maybe be smelling it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're, if we, you know, we weren't going to get any calls when we just let it out there. I think. I don't know if we put too much 
too many restrictions on this if we'll get any. But if you're under the age of 70, <laughs> and you, or if you're over, I, we'll just do it. If you, we'll ask your age when we. No, we don't want to do that either. <laughs> so just call us if if your Belinda's dream has a fragrance. There you go. We'll we'll ask you questions that may indicate your age. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Barb is on the line. Barb, do you have a Belinda's dream? Barb, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing fine. Um, I have a fig tree, little one. Okay, let's talk about your fig tree. Uh, it it doesn't have a fragrance. Uh, called Miss uh, Miss Figgy. I keep it in a big, big pot because I live oh, out. I remember in, that. Yeah, uh, and I, it, I live out in the sand, so I, I keep it in the pot because of the cutter, cutter ants and everything else. Oh, uh, yeah. my, my question, and, but it produced some beautiful uh, figs. And I would like to uh, propagate or start some uh, more fig trees from cuttings. And now, I read on the Internet that you have to do it in the fall or, or spring. Can I start, start them now if, if I keep them in the shade? <laughs> uh, the way we do figs, uh, what variety is it, by the way? It's called Miss Figgy. Oh, okay. You remember Miss Figgy? Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a plant it's of a the dwarf. weekend. It's a dwarf, right? I think so. Yeah, it's it's dwarf. A, yeah little Miss Figgy, we kept calling it. At least it. In, the, in the container, it's small. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never propagated that fig, but most figs are very easy to propagate. Yeah. What you, what you do, <laughs> do you leave yours out and let it kind of go dormant if it wants to? Yeah, I, I keep it outside, yeah, except when it's freezing like it, that last freeze we had. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> but, but, um, um, but it stays in the pot, and it's very healthy. Okay. Has, I it got a good a lot of, has it got a lot of new wood on it? Yes. Okay. That The way most people propagate figs is uh, let that wood harden. Okay. Uh, outside, and by that I mean uh, not uh, elastic or uh, just mature over. Some yes, time. mature over. Time. Mature. Okay. Yeah, and uh, cut it about. Uh, well, it's a dwarf, so uh, can you get four inch, four to five inch cuttings? Oh yes. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> And uh, wait till they go dormant. Uh, we usually take our cuttings in this in the fe- in February, January, oh, February. Okay. You live you live here in San Antonio, don't you? I live in Wilson County. Oh. In the sand. I don't know if they'll root in Wilson County or not. I don't, yeah, just 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 <laughs> do just, what? <laughs> you're you're okay. He's, he's, I'm just messing with you. He's just I messing. Know. With you. <laughs> <laughs> every time, anyway. every time I mention I'm from Wilson County, he goes into his. <laughs> I think he's been see- about my cutter ants and. <laughs> yeah, were you, were you damaged by that uh, tornado that hit Wilson County? No, thank God, no. Yeah, it did five million dollars worth of improvements there. Oh, I don't know if you know that. Yeah. <laughs> But Those <laughs> folks from Wilson County that are offended can call Dr. Jerry Parsons personally. <laughs> they, all of them have called me. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, getting back to the topic. Uh, you'd want to put them, well, we just stick ours in a potting mix. Yeah, that's what I've got. Real good ones, Panics. Yeah, but uh, 
I don't know, since that's a dwarf, you'd use rooting hormone after you took the cutting and stick them in a, I would use a gallon. For a, okay, I got a lot of those pots. Yeah, four to five for a, a small, I'm giving you a small cutting mm-hmm. because I'm thinking that the, the stems are short, shorter, mm-hmm. and slower to develop, right? Right. <laughs> So I'm giving you a four to five inch cutting, which uh, we we have a big fig tree, of course, and uh, you know we take them ten to twelve inches long, if not longer, and we just stick the dormant cuttings into potting mix. With we don't, a lot of times we don't even use rooting hormone, but uh, in February, and let them. Uh, Wait until they begin to send out leaves. I okay. have leaves, the buds are break. And uh, you don't want to pull them the minute you see the leaves. You want to pull them when, uh, or take them out of that smaller pot, put them in a bigger pot. You don't want to pull them. You don't dig them out. But uh, uh, then we wait until uh, there's a new sprout on the cutting. Okay couple of inches long if or well the dwarf may be shorter but uh, when you see that new stem forming on that cutting mm-hmm. that's a pretty good indication that it's rooted oh okay, okay. and um, keep them in a, a very loose potting mix Got that. Uh, you, you might want to mix in some perlite with it this, this yeah. is what I get at Fanix. It's, 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 it's already loose. Really Oh, loose. good. Good. Uh, then, uh, let's see. <laughs> After it sprouts out, now it may be a long time. Well, that's a dwarf. It may be a long time before you see those longer sprouts come out. About how long would you say? <laughs> Well, it really depends on the weather. Uh, we leave ours outside in the greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we put them in, we stick them in February, and uh, they'll see, you'll see something by April. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be a little while. Well, okay. yeah. yeah. Especially if you leave them outside where they're. Yeah, I they're, would. They're already dormant mm-hmm. when you take the cutting. But uh, it takes a little heat to make them uh, active again. Okay. But you shouldn't have much trouble with it. That, that, I that that makes a lot of sense, and uh, I thank you so much. I'm glad I called because yeah, what you get on the internet, you never know <laughs> or not. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, we we try to help the Wilson County people. <laughs> we need a lot of help. Very smart is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Barb. Well, thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. You too. Hey, Michelle, hang on. We got to take a quick break and come right back. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And then Michelle has a rose bush question. I wonder if it's Belinda's dream. We'll be back after this with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is Millburgers Gardening. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Hey, Michelle, we lost you. Call us back. We want to hear your rose bush question. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Nobody's calling in about the fragrance. No, we're not getting anybody calling in about... We're, we're asking people to call in if their Linda's Dream is has a fragrance. We have an argument between these two. <laughs> Do mine have a fragrance? Uh, Calvin smelled. I didn't smell. I didn't Calvin could not smell. Detect a fragrance. <laughs> Calvin had no smeller. Calvin, yeah, he did not. Do you smell? I can. Uh, they smell I was you? thinking of the well, comparing I, it to the fanny. My, my nose hasn't worked in thirty years. Uh, okay. yeah, I'm an unfair person. We'll have to send an employee whose whose nose works. <laughs> Go look it up uh, on the Texas Superstar. Well, pray. But you've already said you put it in there. It doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> it's on the internet. Yeah, now. it must be right if it's that, on the that, internet. That makes it 100% right. Absolutely. Just it made it to the internet. Okay, I'll look and I'll just Google the question and see what happens. Y'all talk real quick. Uh, as I was walking in, I saw some uh, uh, white Texas star hibiscus. Yes, you did. You, you haven't had a lot of those, have you? Uh, the only perennial hibiscus I've had was a few discos. Yeah. And then last week when we got these two uh, that we have on sale last week and this week. All right. Well, I, I had an employee tell me, when did we get those pink ones in? No. And I said, <laughs> well, they've only been on sale for over a week. You just now saw them? <laughs> well, yeah, the, the white one kind of impressive. And that's, that's a, uh, that hadn't been on the market very long, two or three years. I. I don't know. Found by... I know I've had it for on and off for a couple, two or three years. Yeah. Uh, it was discovered and found by uh, a nursery over in, uh, right outside of Houston. And they discovered the white one. Now, I don't know whether they found it or it was given to them by somebody that uh, uh, noticed it. Both happened. Well, those came from a, a growing operation near Houston. Yeah. And there's only other one other one I can think of there's a, near Houston. So. I can't remember the lady's name that uh, planted kind of a plant, kind of a Greg Grant guy, gal. So I've I'm, done some. I don't know about you, Cal. Uh, I'm I'm picturing Greg Grant as a woman now. Uh, wait a minute. What he just said. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, they're good friends. All right. Uh, also, according to PlantAnswers.com, uh-huh. Belinda's Dream has a rich, delightful fragrance. Oh, really? Also. Thank yeah. you, Belinda. Yeah, well, they kind of, maybe that one's biased a little bit. Let's see. <laughs> uh, according to uh, Dave's Garden, fragrance is determined by the length of time the plant is in full sun. Which, so which, some plants could be fragrant and some plants could not. According did they to this say which website. direction? The more sun is it? I think, it's, yeah, I think, I think the sun. idea is the more sun, the more fragrant. I did. But, I but did. I, did I, tr- I did try to smell the, some of those that were in the sun too. Okay. Well, do you know why it's more fragrant in the sun? No. Because it has blooms in the sun. Oh. Okay. If you put a platinum in the shade, it blooms sparsely. No, but if you got them in a the nursery, there's sometimes there's more or less sun and shade, so that could be a degree of the. Yeah. Fragrance too could be. So well, we're still looking for fragrance. So the goal on a nursery though is to not have something more than a week or two. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see that affecting it. The growing operations are going to have them in full sun. I think you're right. So yeah. what do you and smell like? This guy Give us a wrong. call. Oh, that didn't come out right. 
<laughs> Is your Belinda dream, Belinda's dream fragrant? Call us at 210-308-8867. If you're not too old to f- smell. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. A lot of old people smell, don't you know? <laughs> then you can write Jerry directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's that clause that should be at the beginning of everything <laughs> yeah. Jerry says? They quit doing that, didn't they? No, it still says, it still there? doesn't say Jerry in particular. Uh. <laughs> Maybe we need to add that, particularly <laughs> the views of Dr. Jerry. We should, because everybody else knows minds are peas and keys. Uh-huh. <laughs> He oh, okay. Look at, the, he, he look at those white vincas. He can't even find his P's and Q's. All right. Two, okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yep. Got about four minutes till the break. You got something? Okay. Good yeah. Uh, I'm looking at. We've got a massive amount of uh, blackfoot daisy. Mm-hmm. Tracks butterflies. Uh, low bushy perennials with narrow gray leaves and white daisy-like flowers with a yellow center. Now, this is a plant you want to use if you want a hill country kind of look. Yeah. And it's not it's not a, uh, oh, a manicure. I never think of it in terms of a manicured landscape. And the most common way to di- disturb it or ruin it is to overwater it. Oh, yeah. So you want to. I like a lot of those names. I like, yeah. see, I like seeing it in pots. No. Yeah. Trails off the side. Mm. And specifically welcome pots. You know, oh, yeah. Those, what are welcome pots? Those are those pots that people put on their sides and uh, make it look like they're spilling. Oh. And they, <laughs> then they have that growing out of the, the as a spillway. And the yeah, that's a native, Texas native. Like I said. Uh, so that makes two good-looking Texas natives? Or is it maybe more? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he didn't bite uh, on that one. No, he didn't. <laughs> it... Uh, yeah, we. Uh, that he is was, flustered, though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that was that. a favorite of uh, Lynn Lowry's, the great, oh, okay. the great uh, native plant person, and uh, he had me pick, uh, find, bring it, get him, him some plants. At that time, they weren't on the market. Well, they're all along the side of the road, going through Bandera and up to uh, Lakey and all that. So you were the guy on the side of the road with a shovel and a yeah, and a pot. We did it, and uh, I'm telling you, they're growing solid stone. So they're they're good now. I don't know uh, if this Blackfoot Daisy is a. I don't think it's a hybrid. Maybe maybe an improvement it's a, on the natives. It'd be interesting to see what the uh, soil is like in the in the container. Because somehow you imagine it, it, it would be a little coarser than. Yeah, could be. But you don't. You never know. They may be <laughs> the key to having but, it uh, prosper. Anyway, if you got a sunny, uh, rocky place, which a lot several people have, uh, you can get one of these, and they're they're in gallon. Uh, number one pot skew. Mm-hmm. A regularly seven ninety nine on sale for six eighty eight. All right. Hey, I we think they do, do well, really well on slopes too. Oh yeah. Got to take a I quick find. break. Get you caught up with the news, and then we'll come right back. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on nine thirty a.m. The answer. 
We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So give us a call and tell us what's going on. Or it's uh, now the little, little more overcast here, which is nice. So it's gotten cooler here at Mill Burgers and yeah. 1604 on Boulevardy Road. So you can come on out. Lots of folks out here doing some shopping. Uh, <laughs> you still got my firecracker ferns on sale. Number three pots, regularly twenty four ninety nine on sale for nineteen eighty eight, and uh, about a, about a month ago I bought every one of them. So nobody, <laughs> okay. no, nobody else could get any. <laughs> that's real good. Trey, shame on. Uh, we're getting a couple more. I did that too, too. That, that's uh, <laughs> did did ever, anyone ever have a white one on sale? White bloom. Uh, we've had yellow, not on sale, but we've had okay. yellow out of uh, Florida when we start early in the year when we're bringing the hibiscus and stuff yeah. that, that locally isn't ready yet. Okay. So uh, we get the ferns and we get mandevillas and hibiscus, and they have a yellow option of that firecracker. Hmm. I've always heard there's a white one. I don't think I've ever seen a white one. But anyway, uh, that's a good plan. I, I, I think we'll probably have to pressure dave rodriguez and uh, uh you uh, nominate that for a texas Super and it's available that's the key yeah he's, he's always having to work with these release dates because oh, there's yeah. just hmm. they, they got to build numbers up before uh and before he can talk about it well the problem with it it's easy to root it spreads but, but uh, crazy huh it spreads everywhere it's yeah. a great plant yeah and uh, it's easy to root, but the problem is when you stick one cutting into a pot that's rooted, it's rooted, it looks like hell with the fires out. But these here, <laughs> with the, these here, they've got multiple plants in there, and uh, they, look, they look good. They're, they will grow and bloom in the toughest spots that you can find, as long as they're in the sun. And uh, we're pretty sure the deer won't eat them. I don't know if I've ever had a definitive uh, test of that. Hey, we got Drip Steve on the line at 210-308-8867. just call Steve a drip? No, he likes that. Okay, all right. <laughs> hey, Steve, welcome to the show. How's it doing? How you doing? I'm doing Steve? good. Good. Hey, I had a question for the guys. Uh um, on uh, spring tomatoes, what, when they some of them got you know diseased and and they and the others just stopped producing, so I pulled all the diseased ones and the other ones I just cut back to about a foot above the ground, and they're coming back up again. Will I get any production out of that? Oh yeah, yeah. Jerry's often often described that you get a reasonable amount of. Uh, uh, production, but in the long run, you don't get as much as you would with the new plants. But and the fruit's not as low. Yeah. So, but uh, oh, okay. Some, so, so sometimes, you're sometimes you do, depending on the weather. Did you? Uh, uh, were you listening to the show earlier? Uh, no. I, well, don't I tell was, him. 
<laughs> Did you tell uh, okay. somebody to kiss a goodbye or what? <laughs> that, no. tomato, that tomato that you were looking for, is it Phoenix? No, that that was a lady looking for it. Uh, when I was and you said you saved seed. You said you saved seed, and, uh, right? Yeah, but I don't have any Phoenix seed. But okay. But I, t- I, t- I left. I said she should save some seed. <laughs> okay. Well, you uh, y'all in luck. Who's ever looking for Phoenix? Because we got some nice plants here. In uh, not, not very many. We do have some. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. What are What are you growing, Steve? Um, I I I got I found some Valley Care, and right. uh, I've got uh, grape, and uh, I got uh-huh. I got a Bobcat. And, oh, okay, uh, good. Yeah, we had Bobcat then, for a while. The ones that I was coming back trying to do were the black carom, the purple tomatoes. And then tomatoes I've got are a not supposed to be purple. <laughs> They're pretty black. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember that Steve used to score well in the tomato yeah, contest yeah. with his purple ones. Then he sold his house and moved yeah. and left his garden, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Now he's yeah, got but, a different but I started a new small one. Okay, good. Four by What's four by forty-eight bed. Oh, good. <laughs> I got four, four by five forty-eight. That's not small. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the uh, compared to the other the, one. The, you may, you know there's a there's a black cherry that's no. available. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I remember one called black plum. There you go. That's a that's it. Black one of the plum. best. One of the best cherries I, I ever ate. Hmm. But oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's an heirloom. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Spring cro- spring crop, yes. Fall crop, no. Yeah. Do, do I do I need to get some seed and start it myself, or will you guys have Pro- some? Probably, but this has not been a year to compare to any other year. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. So not normal. Under normal circumstances, I'd find a, you know a few flats here and there. Uh, I didn't find them at all this year. Oh, okay. I, oh, I forgot. I did find a Juliet to get it going, so I got a small tomato going. Yeah, yeah. We've t- we've uh, tested Juliet. I think we had you had some Juliet. Yeah, here. they did. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but one of my, uh, one, one of my better. Yeah. One of my better volunteers uh, claimed that Juliet. All volunteers. Or, are good. Yeah. Yeah. A claim that Juliet was uh, just as good a producer as uh, 968 and and uh, our little one. Uh, uh, Ruby Crush? No. Ruby Crush? Ruby Crush, yeah. Oh, the, uh, oh good news on the Ruby Crush. Yeah. <laughs> it has uh, showed itself to be one of the best, or the best, tomato in this year's trials. I, oh. t- I talked to Dr. Oh, yeah. Larry Stein uh, I just cut a couple of days ago and uh, he said that that thing was solid with tomatoes. So uh, there, he, he was glad that you know we discussed making a cherry a rodeo tomato uh-huh. especially one that had been on the market. But yeah. uh, he, he thought it was 
he and David thought it was uh, superior enough to. Well, it also make gives it a also gives us a good angle because it's it's such a superior uh, yeah. container plant. Yeah, you know, folks that are uh, want to try something new or expand their gardening on their patio and everything. Boy, there's the, yeah. there's the choice to try. <laughs> and our customers here at Midburgers did the testing. Yeah. I think that's the first time we've ever done that uh, like that before we made it a ta- rodeo tomato. That's right. That's a, that's well, a, I've had great luck with the 968. Oh, yeah. I, I really think it's it's the best small cherry tomato. I'm, Have you tried with Ruby you. Crush? Yeah, I, I like them both, and it depends on the day which one I like best. <laughs> but they're yeah. both outstanding. I mean, I, I, I just can't imagine it, having it, it just, without having both. Yeah. The Ruby Crush did just didn't grow as big as the 968s do, so they didn't mm. put out as much. But they did all right. <laughs> we did that trial with, uh, with that Heinz 57 tomato. Yeah. What, whatever happened to that? Well, we can't get seed of it. Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> Steve, yeah. have you ever sniffed a Belinda's Dream Rose? No. Okay. <laughs> so, he had to think about it. And have you ever grown, grown a Chiote squash or a Merliton? No. 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 Okay. The is all Smarter than that, generally. We, we, got a, we got an expert coming on tomorrow to talk about those Merliton or Chiote squashes. <laughs> okay. Which well, I, I, wonder. I cannot. So you may want to listen to that at twelve thirty, because or, or one, I can't remember. Uh, but well, that's yeah. good. <laughs> so I got to check my notes and see. Is but. that tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I, do, want, do I want to ask Calvin: Does he need any more tatuma seeds? Because I'm going to have a lot of them. Tatuma. Tatuma. I was just telling uh, telling Milton I got tatuma seeds growing in every corner of my yard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all the volunteers. Yeah, they're volunteers. Here, here. And uh, I, I need to harvest a few of those uh, fruits yeah. before they get too big. <laughs> well, if you're saving the seed, you want to get big as possible. But if uh, you're if you're coming by while uh, we're the, we're doing the show, you could leave me a couple. Uh, yeah, yeah. Save okay, all the well, seed. Save all the seed you can. They're, yeah, they're not quite ready yet. The, the the one I got, the squash I got, is as big as a football. But it hadn't gotten yeah. soft yet, so I haven't opened it up. Well, okay. Well, save all but the seeds you possibly I'll, I'll can. Bring, I'll bring some by, sure. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Steve. All right, you take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yes, sir? What's that? Real quick. Oh, no, okay. thanks for all the good information. That's all. You bet. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, James? Well, two issues. I, I picked up a Juliet and a Tycoon at the uh, three-letter grocery store a couple of weeks ago and potted them up yeah. where they get, get a little shade, and they're growing side by side. The Juliet's blooming. The tycoon, it just withered up and died. Do you think it just was a disease plant, or maybe something that was in the potting soil, or I don't understand. Oh, did you plant it in the ground, or did you? No, plant in, it in, a pot? in containers, uh, like half whiskey barrels, both of them. Okay, and you only had one plant of tycoon. One tycoon and one Juliet, and I, I okay. potted them and put them just a few pots, a few feet apart, and. Juliet's doing great, and the tycoon is no more. I, I'm going to, well, you know what I that's, did to it. 
Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't dare draw too many conclusions with just one plant. Yeah, right. It could be almost anything. Okay. I'm surprised HEB had those. Yeah, I was too when I saw the tycoon. That's the, that's the more shocking I, thing. Yeah, they did. That, actually, those are the only two varieties that they had, um, Juliet yeah. and Tycoon, at my HEB out in Lytle. Um, yeah, yeah, so I got one of each. I might go get another tycoon. You think it's too late to, to if, if they have some more on the tycoon? Not, not, not for planting in the fall. Right, okay. I might, I might try to get one today or tomorrow and, and do it over. But what I really okay. called is, you had mentioned before the break, if it's the same person, Lowry. Um, I was looking Lynn at Lowry, Soniso. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at Soniso a few weeks ago and then on the website. It shows a Lowry Soniso. Is that the same thing? The one that blooms blue? Is that still on the market? That's do you know? a, well, I think we got some, don't we? We, we do. Yeah. Hey, they're on they're on sale, but I think Trace doesn't mention it because there's not a huge supply. They're uh, wonderful. Though. Only they're one, very attractive. Only one growing operation in the, the country, to my knowledge, still growing. Yeah, yeah and I'm glad. Oh, I'd I'm like glad. to get I'd like to get two. So you do have them. And is Lynn's Legacy part of the sale? I think, yeah. I believe so. I think, I think I did values to $39.99. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. You did. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, James. Okay. Yeah, that's um, a, a pretty Yeah, you'll like them, James. I got two of them, too, and they're very, that blue color is unbelievable. Yeah, it's gonna. they're going to go a foundation up against either end of my house, and I think they're going to look good with the, with the paint scheme. It'll look nice. Oh, um, yeah. They're, they're slow growing or, or medium growing or... Or, I, uh, I, I think they're about regular. Yeah, uh, I think they're a little slower. At least they're they're not on a great site in my yard, but <laughs> they're you know they're holding out and they got a nice shape, but they they aren't taking over the uh, the planting for sure. Okay. Yeah, some people don't don't think they have blue flowers. Oh, what color do they have? They have I don't know. They have a rich purple flower, but a rich purple. I, I don't yeah. know. My definition of blue and your definition of blue must be a little different. Everybody that's seen it think it's blue. Mm. That's why when I first saw it, I thought it was an azalea. Well, you and I, Jerry, we was at Mitchell Lake. You yeah. And I sit there yeah. and stared at it for mm-hmm. about a half an hour, describing it as uh, bluish, I guess. Yeah. And how, okay. how tall will they get at maturity? How tall will they tap out at? About the Roughly. biggest one I've seen is at uh, Mitchell Lake. Yeah, yeah. what was that? Probably five, six, maybe five, yeah, five, five feet, feet tall. At the oh, that's, that'd be perfect. And wide. For our yeah. It'll be wide. Okay. Yeah, it was nice and bushy. Mine are three okay. by three still. <laughs> okay. What, what, time does, what time does the nursery close today and tomorrow, if I can ask? Six today and five tomorrow. Did you get that? All right. Yeah, six and five. Thank you. All right, James. We'll see you later. Bye, James. Uh-huh. I got. Bye. I got a horrible phone call yesterday. Oh, you got a phone call? Yeah. Well, not the store. They call my cell phone. Okay. And it was my pumpkin guy. Oh no. And apparently he got an absorbent amount of hail. No oh, man. That's he's, not he's, good. He's up around Lubbock and uh, somewhere uh, up there. Yeah. And YouTube. Maybe. A lot of his fields were leveled. Yeah, uh, that'll happen. But I'm still going to get pumpkins. So okay. He's still got some of his that didn't get hailed on, and his neighbor is uh, also going to uh, help provide my two truck loads because I was doing two full loads this year instead of one and a half. Oh, wow, good. 
Yeah. And he, and he said he'd get me those long-stemmed ones that, that everybody liked. All but, right. Good. So the conversation started out pretty pretty rough. Uh-huh. And, uh, by the time it was done, I was okay. <laughs> Good. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah, it is. I'm, uh, it, all right. So I imagine a, he had them planted when the freeze came. So it's one day he didn't lose all the plants. Oh. We, uh, we, we probably couldn't transition to Thanksgiving and to Christmas if we didn't have pumpkins out no, there. It's illegal. Here at Millburgers, no. I mean, we talk about them for 25 years now. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin's been yelling at children that whole time. There are children now that have their own children, Calvin. Uh, well, we've, there are children that you yelled at that have their own children. Well, we uh, stack them differently so the, ki- the kids do not uh, get in such a destructive uh, mode <laughs> but they're but they're a wonderful selection and the kids love them and those little ones that they have and don't come over to. here throwing pumpkin <laughs> or we'll put Calvin on we'll sick him on you <laughs> let's take a quick break while we do give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, encouraging you to give us a call at 210-308-8867. We are particularly looking for those folks who are growing Belinda's Dream Shrub Rose, and we want to know whether yours is fragrant or not. We haven't gotten a single call of anybody calling in based based on other tests that you've done. I don't know. Well, you know, I say I say that about tomatoes. That they're fragrant? I tell the older people. Oh, okay. Then. I said, you will never eat a tomato that tastes as good as the one you ate 40, 50 years ago. Well, we have people and people that say, yeah, you're right. And I said, yeah, I know I'm right, because you don't, you had taste buds 40 or 50 years ago. And that's true. Uh, there's been studies on taste buds. As you get older, they decline. Mm-hmm. The number decline. So that's also true, must be for smell or fragrance. As you get older, your olfactory nerve, uh, nerves or glands deteriorate. Then I guess he should describe that uh, um, that imagined fragrance as a, a young person's fragrance. <laughs> yes. This, the Belinda's Dream has fragrance if you're under a certain age. Yeah. Is that yeah. the deal? I yeah. see. Ah, okay. We'll ask Greg about that. Okay, good. You well, know, when is Greg coming to visit? Buddy? He's coming uh, next Friday. Oh, okay. It's coming Friday. And uh, I was wondering if Greg knows Dr. Hill. Because of the Louisiana connection, it probably does. It is, yeah. Uh, the uh, is, it, is Dr. Hill a, a horticulturist? I think so. Huh. We also had some. Uh, Jerry's not impressed. He's, ex- he's, Jerry, Jerry's worried about this interview. <laughs> we, uh, 
No, I'm not worried about it. All right. <laughs> the, uh, it's going to be doctor to doctor. This will be interesting. Yeah. We'll get a second opinion. <laughs> we all, we also had some uh, associate professors mm-hmm. at A&M talking about how good those uh, mosquito-repelling plants were. Really? And so I've ridden them with no response. I said, I want to know the source of that information. Okay. I thought it was a very common question. But uh, I'm betting she got that from an A&M publication. But we'll see. Now, there's no doubt that there's a lot of virus in, uh, in Louisiana. As is in Texas. You know, Ben Villon that I'd always talk mm-hmm. about, the pepper breeder? He was breeding, trying to breed out, resistant to four to six viruses. Mm. And they're in Mexico, too. When I went down there consulting, uh, <laughs> what they wanted me to tell them is the varieties of tomatoes that didn't get virus. And I said, no, we don't have that yet. But uh, viruses are very severe in uh, south, well, southeastern, yeah. southwestern United States. Oh, okay. Ben Villian used his whole life trying to get the virus resistant. These are pepper? Yeah, pepper. Oh, okay. And bell pe- he was wanted in bell peppers. But he had more success in the hot peppers. Oh, okay. Tam Tam Mile Two. Yeah, it's going Tam Mile One. Did he do the Did he do the Lejo or the J Lo? Lejo was a selection out of his okay. selection for Tam Mile Two, because he would never put Tam Mile Two on the market. Oh. I never got his explanation of why he wouldn't do it. It was huge. Yeah, I miss Lejo. Yeah. That was a neat pepper. I've got a lot of seeds <laughs> somewhere in your refrigerator. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's <laughs> Ar- archaeologists will look in that fridge, and there will be tons of discoveries made with uh, the evidence. Yeah, I, I used to have my own refrigerator for seed, yeah, which I quickly filled up. Well, in fact, I had two, two or three. Did you do the pill bottle method, or no? I use that some, and I use a. Uh, Ziploc bags. Okay. Once they're dry, you got to make sure that they're completely dry. Okay, getting back to... Yes, sir. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. What you got? Getting back to Calvin's article in today's paper, uh, we talked about... He talked about plants that do well in hot weather. And he started out with the uh, whopper begonias, which is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, have you grown whop in the ground? Does it do okay in the ground? Okay. Yeah. I've, get got, get I've, got, I've got one bed that uh, I plant directly in in the driveway, and they're doing. Yeah. It surprised me because I had extra plants, so I just <laughs> throw them out in, there. I put them in there. I thought there might be a little bit too much sun, and they're they're just doing uh, very well. Now, there do we too. still have the whoppers here? Yeah. yeah. Well, they come and go. It's a, okay. That's that's one of the issues there I mentioned in the article. Yeah, a lot of if people. The, if, they're, if they're there, if you see them, get them. Yeah. 
even so if they're smaller plants. Do you remember the one when I was getting them and you said, oh, that's a new one. That's going to be or something. Yeah. yeah. Was that the red one with the darker leaves? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you find that one's producing as compared to your other ones? Well, they all produce the same. I just have. I don't know. The only one I have is the dark uh, the dark leaves and the red. pinkish flowers. Oh. oh, pinkish. Well, I'll have to take a picture of mine because two of them, which are the same, are doing great. I mean, and same results I got last year. They look terrific. Uh, the cats can't beat them up. Nothing's nothing. <laughs> Why do you suppose that is? I'm, I'm having that same good luck. Uh, the squirrels aren't breaking them. The, ter- the yeah. uh, terriers aren't breaking them. But, but one <laughs> the, of them. The wind and the rain this year have not done any hmm, damage. That's good to know. Yeah. One of them is full of beautiful leaves and that dark, rich color, but not too many blooms. Some, but not as much as the oh, other ones. No, yeah. That's the, a good pair. Mine are loaded with blooms. Okay. Too. Maybe it's a sun issue. At least yeah. it didn't die, Milton. It did not die. It's hard to kill. <laughs> At least I find it hard to kill. That, well, goes, I, that goes back to your recent marriage. Milton. Yes, it helps with the Laura takes care of them. I think they're comparable uh, to the uh, wax leaf their little cousins yeah. which are pretty tough we've oh, talked a yeah. lot about them big time yeah they you know some winters they survive they can take the drought uh, and uh, I, I think the, the whoppers are in that same league just yeah. as good mm-hmm. we did more evaluations of those uh, begonias the little ones uh, than any other plant we've ever tested. Really? Other than blue pond. And uh, we never made it a Texas superstar. Now, I don't know if they've made Wapa a Texas superstar yet or not. They might have. I'll look it up. But anyway. Yeah, I thought they had, but I, maybe it's just my wishful thinking. There you go. It, it's a good candidate, that's for sure. Yeah. And since we've done so much work on the smaller one, smaller version, which is very versatile. Well, Whopper Begonias, according to PerishableNews.com, Whopper Begonias have been named a 2016 Texas Superstar by Texas A&M AgriLife Research and Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service Horticulturists. Yeah. They had uh, uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. After three years of field trials around the state. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's good. Uh, and then Calvin mentions Pentas uh, as, as uh, doing well in the shade in the summer. Uh, main colors are versions of red, pink, lavender, and white. And I'm looking at some... That's a, that's oh. pencils over there. Uh, so we've got some pencils available. And this is a yeah, this is, la- this is a version of lavender that's really pretty spectacular. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Unlike whoppers, <laughs> pencils are available at local at area nurseries in full bloom with the expectation that they will not miss a day of bloom right up to the first free. Hmm. I would think you're, he's right on that. But the neat thing about pentas is you don't have to cut them back. You know, a lot of times you deadhead them uh, when they have blooms like that because the, the foliage actually 
which covers the bloom, the old bloom, and a new flower emerges. Yeah, for a while, Jerry and I were kind of exploring how is that possible to have them continuously bloom like that. <laughs> what it was is they were sneaking that second layer of uh, yeah. buds. Yeah, okay. And yeah. you... <laughs> And we had a trial of pencils. I got some pictures that make you cry. They're so pretty. But uh, I tried because all the other plants, blooming plants, uh, prosper if you deadhead them. But uh, the pencils that I deadheaded, maybe I damaged they were because they were down in the plant. But uh, they didn't like it. Oh, okay. So they do better when you don't dead, which is unusual. Uh, then he mentions uh, Cora Vinca. We love Cora. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot of them and all different colors and everything else. Now, I was surprised that more didn't die because we tell people not to plant, well, in the old days, because of aerophotophora, the disease that kills them. We... I worked with a plant pathologist over at A&M, uh, and uh, we came up with the idea not to plant them before June. Well, <laughs> how long have we been selling Cora Vinca? Yeah, a while, before, uh, before June. And then, yeah, absolutely. And then even the, the purpose of that was the, the timing of the rain, wasn't it? Yeah. And we've had rain all through July. <laughs> yeah, this has not been a good, would have not been a good uh, Cora Vinca year. A Cora is the most disease, well, I say that. Cora was the most disease-resistant. Yeah. Oh, uh, is there another one? Yeah. X. Oh, yeah. You know, X, L, G. Yeah, Trace has had those. It probably still does out there. Yeah. I think you asked last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it stands for extra disease resistance. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, uh, the regular one is good from now on when it stops raining. Because <laughs> that rain, our sprinklers on... Almost any vinca would uh, cause them to die, have aeropotophora. All of a sudden, they would just start dying in a bed. And I actually took them off the market. That took them off the market for years, oh, several wow. years. It used to be the number one plant used in entryways. Vincas. Vincas yeah, yeah. in general. That makes sense. Not coral. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then this coral came along. And it's still after several years, we're still we're seeing some uh, damage from aerophotophora, but it's not nearly as bad. The other one would kill everything you had, but uh, the regular vinca. But the, the interesting thing about it is, since Cora came on the market, there have been other seed companies that they say have developed uh, Cora. I mean, a type of core that doesn't get the uh, aerophotophora deal. Type of vinca? Yeah. Oh, okay. But we've tested them. They don't compare to core. Oh, okay. My volunteer that came up, too, after the freeze. Yeah. It looks great. (laughs) It is. Yeah, the volunteer, also, even with the old ones, the the susceptible ones, if you had a volunteer... 
it would outlive and uh, the, so people got to thinking that those volunteers must have uh, aerial photographer resistance. I saw them in Trinidad when I went on a birding trip. And there's <laughs> all these vinca, you know, the, the, the raining every two days. And just, I said, ah, the answer. We found the answer. Well, there was no answer in those yeah. days. But uh, you know why the seedlings didn't die from aerial photographer? Hmm. Think of when a seedling would grow. Well, these grew. It have to have warm soil. Oh, so a little bit after the yeah. chance of rain. It, it, it rain adopted, or? adapted. Okay. Uh, we wish it would have had. Uh, oh, if you want to see the pictures of the uh, that A&M had a bunch of vincas planted to test the aerial photographer, they actually sprayed. Uh, the plant pathologist actually sprayed the spores of Aerophotophora on all varieties, randomized and replicated. And there was only one variety uh, that lived through it. Cora? Out of all those varieties, hundreds of plants. And uh, they, they quickly came and collected that plant. The pictures are on plantanswers.com, on the Vika. Okay. But anyway, moss roses. You got uh, as I was walking in, they've got a very good selection of moss roses. Let's see. <laughs> Unlike other plants in this article, moss roses bloom for only part of the day. There's a chance that if you have a long work day, you may leave before they start blooming in the morning. And you could get back after the room. But think of the enjoyment the neighbors are mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, The birds like them. <laughs> in addition to selecting from the many cardinals that are available, keep watch out for moss roses that have the longest uh, bl- bloom period. And I think they're called a sundial. Uh, I know Trace has had, uh, Milberg has had some in the past, but uh, I don't know what the moss roses are that they have. And I don't think they really turned out to be as good as they were so to- told. Yes. I mean... Described or uh, <laughs> promised. Yeah. They bloomed nice, but I don't know if they bloomed any longer. Uh... Is that it, Calvin? Yeah, moss rose. Now wh- you didn't mention purslane. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh, is purslane something that you would have recommended? I don't think not Calvin, Calvin no, doesn't like purslane. It's not one of my favorites. Why not? Um, my little hanging basket looks is beautiful. It, isn't it as good as moss roses? Not, not. Uh, I I like my moss roses in small containers on the patio in full sun. Much. I find them uh, more orderly, more attractive. Than I'll have to take you some pictures of my person. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I don't know if Moss Rose came from Purslane or not. To look no. that up. There's a similarity to the look. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're cl- closely related. Okay. I'm, I'm with Jerry. I don't know which came first. <laughs> hey, this is like the chicken of the egg thing. Kind of. <laughs> but different. <laughs> now, the, now, Moss Rose is one, one of the issues... A little later in the season, the 
especially his brown sparrows, start harvesting the seeds and pulling them apart. And uh, even the the pieces of uh, foliage, they'll they'll pull them apart. So that gets to be... They're just trying to eat, Cap. That gets to be an issue. (laughs) Chickens will do that. Chickens will do that, too. Yeah, I figured... Chickens love first life. Oh, really? Why? Food. Okay. (laughs) They're succulent. Oh, that makes sense. They're like almost like a cactus. You know, it depends on the the availability of moisture and everything, too. Mm. Oh, I have to take a picture for you guys of my... uh, my spinach, my uh, Malabar, oh, is Malabar. is now called crawled completely up the pole. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, well, you could just bring us a, a tasty, a tasty leaf from one of your famous uh, uh, cooking Mer- Merliton uh, spinach. Uh, oh yeah, sp- salads. The uh, Merliton. Uh, Be sure to have a lot Malabar of salad. bacon grease in there, man. Okay. Hey, you have not eaten any leaves yet. No. I'm just enjoying it growing. Oh. I'm afraid to do anything because then I'll... I'll have to get you some katsu. No, I've seen <laughs> katsu. Drive back... Well, from, if you enjoy seeing it grow. Uh, drive back from Alabama uh, and you will see plenty of katsu. How about that pigweed, that pigweed that's growing out there and everywhere? Uh, are we can, stocks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or we can get some uh, Johnson, Joe, uh, Johnson City Joe's... Uh, Oh, what is it? Corral? No, cattle. Was it cattle pen days? Pig pen? Pig pen? No. <laughs> what was it? Hey, we go get a call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's gonna be angry. <laughs> the uh, yeah, uh, this week in the garden, Calvin's talking about uh, yellowing uh, chlorotic due to an iron shortage. St. Augustine grass. Cow pen daisy. Cow pen daisy. Yeah. It's beautiful. It just takes your breath when you see it. Joe recommends it. I bet it is. I know. I see it. There should be a picture in this. And he he may be a professor, Milton. There's a whole video on it Uh. on Texas (laughs) A&M. All right. (laughs) Anyway. All right. uh, Let's take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer 210 210- 308-8867. All today, uh, Al's been back at the station playing music from ZZ Top with the passing of Dusty Hill this last week. 210-308-8867. And um, the, uh, Joe has emailed me uh, or texted me and said that his uh, cow pendaisy continues to bloom. Oh, yeah. Harvesting hundreds of seeds and the deer leave it alone. That's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. You kind of you you kind of seem to be poo pooing it a little bit. I'm sorry, bit. the deer won't eat it. Uh huh. See, <laughs> see how he is, Joe. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Last week weekend. Hi. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Great. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> last week we were trying to remember the name of the water lily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all big help. That was Dennis and, and Joe and... Yeah. After... <laughs> What's that? I, I can't... Uh, understand. Oh, this is, this is, oh. Not, uh, you don't belong to this. I'm sorry. I can't hear you either. Sorry. We, if, if you'll ask at the register... They'll, they'll know for sure if they have it. The register right in there, right over there on the thing. All right. If he had had cash, I would have taken. You would have just shown him whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dennis and uh, Joe uh, wrote in. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Texas Dawn mm-hmm. was the name. As of soon it. as I saw that, it was like, oh yeah. <laughs> A yellow, hardy water lily. Very fragrant. Dear what? <laughs> very fragrant. Oh, very fragrant. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you smelled it, guys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need, we need I eyewitness. Bet, I bet Calvin has... They're has, throwing this word fragrant around quite uh, <laughs> willy-nilly. <laughs> there are fragrant water lilies. But anyway... Uh, the description is planted in a large container, Texas Dawn Hardy Water Lily, will produce several blooms at a time by late summer. It is one of the first to bloom and will tolerate part shade. Star-like lemon yellow flowers, a beautiful water lily for any water garden. The, uh, that was bred by uh, our man in San Angelo. Uh, that passed away, I guess, a week or so ago. And uh, when we tested it uh, for, for be, being a Texas superstar, we tested about uh, several that were recommended by the Water Lily Garden. And this Texas Dawn was on every list. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they, I did them like uh, do the uh, road rosarians, and uh, they beat beat the system. Put this one on every day. And uh, when we were planting, we planted. We had some over even over at College Station, which sometimes we get uh, bad resu- bad uh, reports on good plants. But uh, they picked that one out among all of them. There's a complete. Uh, Right up on uh, plantanswers.com under uh, water water gardens or water lilies and pictures. It's pictures of the, I think, four or five that we all tested, kind of like we do tomatoes. And uh, uh, <laughs> overall, uh, they... They picked Texas Dawn, Dawn as the best one in the, well, from the four to six that we picked to evaluate. Anyway, uh, Joe writes in, can you buy it? No, Joe. We put things on the market that no one can buy. <laughs> that way, we can be, can't be criticized. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And you know, we haven't gotten any bad reports on Texas Dawn. I'm guessing you can buy it, Joe. <laughs> uh, anyway, there. 
Jerry, it says during Dennis writes during the Sunday, seven twenty-seven. There you go. Just fixing it so we can. You hear had it. to do it, didn't you, man? Just so we could hear you. Here we've gone <laughs> uh, uh, almost two hours. Uh-huh. Well, you were doing well. And you before. haven't done it. You were doing okay. Now we then he, we couldn't he hear you. Messing with my mic, folks. Yeah, because yeah. all the people out there heard was Dennis. Uh, <laughs> That's the way I talk. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. All right, sorry. Anyway, uh, Dennis Rice. Jerry was trying to think of the name of the first Texas superstar. Uh, water lily developed by someone recently deceased, Ken Langdon, mm-hmm. and uh, he he found it under <laughs> www.plantanswers.com. Oh, articles and, and the backslash articles, and then the name of the article is a, a super super story. Superstore. I think uh, one of my buddies in the water uh, garden, water lily, or water garden club. Yeah, they've got a pretty active one here. Uh, let's see what else. So <laughs> the uh, that's all. Joe and uh, <laughs> and Dennis just had had fun beating me up for not no, remembering that was nice. name. <laughs> They do that out of love. Yeah. And then I got this deal from Milton about the interview. Uh huh. <laughs> Dr. Lance Hall Hill Hill of Tulane University mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm hmm. Tomorrow I got to. He's fun and interesting. Yeah. Even though he has some of his facts wrong. No, I did not say that. According. <laughs> To him, I have to pull my plant up because it's possibly mosaic virus. Yeah, which it's, I don't understand. It's possibly not mosaic virus, see. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be interesting. Did he do a test on this? I'm presuming he did. Very difficult to do virus really? testing. Oh, okay. I presume he did. Yeah. You know what happens when you presume? Milton? I don't think it works. If, <laughs> if I assume, I think that works, but I'm not sure if I presume it does. <laughs> So you can ask him tomorrow how that was tested. Yeah. All right. I'll put him in his place. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got a place to be put in. Yes, he is. No, he doesn't. He's he's misled you, an innocent. He's got. This, he's got tons of followers on at Merliton.org, <laughs> and our our listeners are interested. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> okay. That's okay. We'll have an interesting conversation tomorrow. Yeah, you go. It'll be fun. When is he coming on? I think about 1230. Okay. I'll try to be here on time. Oh, good. Okay. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, We haven't <laughs> mentioned that uh, in the hot weather, they used to recommend that you uh, prune your, prune. You can prune your oak trees. Without, oh, yeah. Without, that's right. The hottest the part of the... Without the wound dressing. Right. Well, what do you think about this year, Calvin? <laughs> I'm not sure, Calvin. I'm, I'm with uh, Mark, and I and I think a lot of horticulturists and arborists say it's just, it's just better uh, to paint every wound. Yeah. Go ahead and, you, go ahead and uh, cut the, you know, 
prune when you need to prune, if it's, especially if it's dangerous or there's a threat yeah. to the house, and then uh, paint all the wounds. Because if you don't, and somebody interprets, you're always got somebody interpreting. Yeah. Well, it's the middle of summer. <laughs> no, it's uh, you know it's May first. Yeah. It's not the middle of summer. Well, this oh, year it's been hot. This so. year is crazy. Yeah. It's had the rain, and it's also had cooler weather for a long period of time. They also have changed, kind of changed the oh the threat. You know, it used to be we. we we, there was didn't seem to be any threat from to to white oaks. Yeah. Now they're talking about even white oaks are threatened <laughs> by oak wilt. Mm. So yeah. you 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 know you just it just pays to just be more conservative. Do you know why people should uh, the public should paint every wound on trees immediately because they can't tell oaks from oh. blackberries. And not a lot of people that don't know the difference. I know CPS uh, for a while there. They they started just painting every wound because, yeah. because it was easier than to, to, to try give a lesson to everybody <laughs> yeah. about. No, this is a Chinese pistachio. Yeah. This is not. <laughs> yeah, I think they just threw in the towel and painted everything. Yeah. Smart. Hey, so, we've run out of time. Lot. What? Yeah, we're almost out oh. of time. All right, so uh, we want to thank you all for listening and being a part of the show. Don't forget the blood drive coming up next Saturday. We'll talk about that more tomorrow here at Millburgers from 10 to 3. You can go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about that. But join us back here tomorrow. Come visit us in person or just uh, call us on the phone or just listen to Millburgers Gardening South Texas.